Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. Thank you for joining us this fine, beautiful morning. We're broadcasting live from the Abbey of the Hills Inn and Retreat Center up in Marvin, South Dakota. And Deacon Paul Trinan is my co-host this morning. Couldn't get any beautiful. I mean, it's just the view I have, Father, or Father, Deacon, is just breathtaking right now up here. It is a breathtaking morning. This is the second time we've um, done the show from the Abbey, and maybe you can hear the, the bells in the background striking the top of the hour. The last time, it was torrential downpour. And I remember the guys coming in, and they had to actually wait in the in the uh, car in the truck before they could get out. It was raining so hard um, today. Beautiful, completely great, so, perfect, perfect. Well, to get us started off the right way this morning, Deacon, will you start us in prayer? I'd love to. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask your Holy Spirit to come down upon Heather and I and all of the listeners and production folks that are putting together this call to praise you and to bring your love and your word and your presence, your real presence, through these airwaves to our neighbors. Um, Your call is simple, to love you with all our hearts and our minds, our souls, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. So may your holy will be done today. Um, Put aside all of our anxieties and all of our concerns. Put aside that all and we surrender our hearts to your holy will because we trust in you. We pray this in the beautiful name of Jesus, and we ask for your mother's intercession, and we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon. That was beautiful. So we've got an exciting morning going on. Um, It's not just going to be Deacon and I, even though we could carry conversation for two hours, I'm sure of it. (laughs) But We have a lot of great guests lined up this morning. We're going to go up to Fargo, and Aaron is going to tell us about what we have going on. Well, thank you very much, Heather. It's a pleasure to be here it's great that you guys are from the abbey of hills i've been there maybe once or twice but and there's just so much peace there and in this very first segment we're going to have father jim frederick to talk about a day of recollection which is also filled with much peace he'll tell a little bit more about that we'll also hear about who you nominated for honor our fathers we'll also have the 10-minute tour of local events. And Father Michael Wensing is going to be here for Straight Talk. Get those questions ready from around 9.30 to around 10 o'clock Central. We've also got Father Mark Lichter and Father Terry Anderson giving us an update. Two old priests on a bike. Looking forward to that. (laughs) We've also got Father Brian Ostrike to talk about the San Luis Lucas Mission in Guatemala, the great things that are going on down there. We've also got Amy Julian. She'll be talking about Rachel's Vineyard. All this coming up here on Real Presence Live. Just a great show 
coming up. It is going to be a great show. It is. And Aaron? Thanks, Aaron. I, you're amazing. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Well, and I think people don't know that there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that goes on, and thanks to Aaron, we can have shows I like sure this. didn't know that. And, and then they send me, Brandon and Aaron send me the notes on, on kind of what to expect and to guide, <laughs> to guide this rookie through through this next couple of hours. And I just, I'm amazed at well, how... Well, Deacon, did you realize I have the same notes? Yeah, good. <laughs> so they trust me that much. Well, yeah, but, but it's just beautiful to see the, the people that have been willing to come and be a part of Real Presence Radio and be a part of this this prayer, this, this yeah. next two hours that's really just a, a, a two hours of praise and and honoring God, like I said in that opening prayer. So I'm really excited. I was telling my wife about that last night, and then I was repeating it this morning. Go, this is going to be a good show. So <laughs> it is. Uh, I hope I don't let Julie down. <laughs> <laughs> You're off to a good start, Dean. All right, cool. All right, well, let's head on. We're going to start with our first guest, Father Jim Frederick. Good morning, Father Jim. Are you with us? Yes, I am with you. Oh, thank you for joining us this morning. It's great to hear you, Father Jim. Welcome to the program, and um, we're looking forward to having you out at the Abbey. Well, I would say amen to your comment about the beauty of the Abbey, and it's also beautiful down here in Wagner this morning as well. Amen. Hey, um, you know, obviously we know each other, but there's a lot of folks that are out in our audience that that don't know you, Father Jim. Why don't you give us a little bit of uh, insight on who you are and, um, and uh, again, mention where you're ministering and where, where, where you're at. Um, I'm an import from Iowa. My <laughs> first years as seminarian helped at Blue Cloud Abbey at the time, and I thought, how bare and everything. Where's the cornfield? <laughs> <laughs> but I've come over the years to love South Dakota, the last 13 years, I had been pastor at Woonsocket, Westington Springs, Artesian, and Duncan. And as of three months ago or so, I began here at Wagner and Dante. Awesome. What part of Iowa? I didn't know you were from Iowa. Uh, corner close to Sioux Falls, Rock Rapids, Larchwood area. Well, good okay. for you. Uh, yeah. Well, we're, 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 we're having you on the show today because you're going to be coming to the Abbey next month on the second Tuesday in October, and you're going to be leading a day of recollection here at the Abbey. And the title of your recollection or, or your, your, your talks is going to be Vanity of Vanities, All Things Are Vanity. Can you explain with us to us mm. what's behind so, it? That's, that's, it's intriguing to me. So part of what brought that was I think you had a – day for clergy up at Abbey of the Hills, and I came. It had been quite some time since I was there, and on the one hand, I was thrilled to see so many things happening at Abbey of the Hills. At the same time, I just felt so deeply all the things that I used to know here with the monks and so on. And so during that time there, I kind of thought about, you know, things that last and things that don't. And that drew me to uh, that day that I was there. The Bible reading was from Daniel about the statue of gold and silver and bronze. And, but it was the rock that struck the statue that lasts forever. Mm. Uh, that's the same theme in Ecclesiastes, what lasts and what doesn't. Um, so it's a little book. We don't hear from it too much. We did uh, on August the 4th, Sunday, August the 4th. It was the first reading uh, started out, vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. 
Here is one who has labored with wisdom and knowledge and skill, and yet to another who has not labored over it, he must leave his property. What vanity and great misfortune. Um, I think of one writer comments that Ecclesiastes is the most depressing book in the Bible. And then he continues, and he says, and it's one of my favorites. Um, another thing he says is that asks all the questions that the rest of the Bible answers. Um, so uh, if I continue here, yeah, uh, I would comment that if we pick up the book of Ecclesiastes, there's some things there that at first glance we just see the beauty of it. Uh, I've had people request, for example, for funerals, uh, the passage about a time, appointed time for everything, time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, to gather them, and so on and so on. And it's a beautiful thing. But at the end of that, what does it say? God has put the timeless into our hearts so they cannot find out from beginning to end, the work which God has done. You say, what's that all about? Or if you look at the end of the book, there's this beautiful description of old age. Uh, When the guardians of the house tremble, that's the arms. When the strong men are bent, that's the legs. When the women who grind are idle because they are few, that's the teeth. And those who look through the windows grow blind. Uh, And afraid of heights and perils in the street, the almond tree blooms, that's the white hair in our older years. And you see the beauty of that, but then you get to the end of it, and what does it say? Remember the days of your youth when they're good, because you're going to die and you're going to go back to dust. And you say, oh my. Um, So there's many examples like that uh, throughout um, the book. Uh, My little presentation, I like to do some stories. For example, I think of years back, growing up on the farm in Iowa, it was the third time Dad had the vet out for some cattle. And one of them was this cow all three times. So Dad said teasingly at supper that night, as soon as I get that critter uh, doctored up, I think I should take it to the sale barn and let somebody else have the problem. (laughs) And my mother, you know, she just said, Irvin, how dare you? But the reality is that even though we wouldn't dream of doing that, that does happen, you know? So much injustice and those kinds of things. And uh, it asks that in the book. It says, life isn't fair. You know, only struggle with that. Uh, he said, I consider all things under the sun. I've tried pleasures. Uh, and you know, I think of the pleasure-seeking I saw people do in college. He says, I've tried all these things, and you end up empty. Um, so he returns again and again to that phrase, vanity of vanities. Now, uh, there's a, a little thing I like to bring when I come. It's a picture I was given when I received the ministry of lectorate, one of the steps toward priesthood. Yeah. And this nun gave me this um, picture of Hebrew script uh, of the Bible. It's uh, highly illustrated and colored, and but... If you don't know Hebrew, it doesn't mean anything to you, even though it's sacred scripture. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing with life. If you don't know there's a bigger picture, then it's all just vanity. So I think the big clue to, to that little book is 
I've considered all things under the sun. And if that's all that we have to look at is what's under the sun, we don't know the bigger picture of the Lord and, and, and the heavens. If it's just, you know, like St. Paul says, if all your hopes in Christ are limited to this earth only, you are the most pitiable, we are the most pitiable of people. And that's, that's the message in Ecclesiastes. I want to thank people for joining us. Um, if you just joined us, um, I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. I'm, I serve as the director here at the Abbey of the Hills in um, northeast South Dakota. Heather Caro is the professional <laughs> radio announcer. And we're visiting with Father Jim Frederick, and he's speaking. he'll be speaking uh, the second Tuesday in October here at the Abbey on a day of recollection. I think one of the beautiful things that Father is able to share I always feel this too, fathers. When I do a homily, I would love to get further into the into the scripture, but sometimes we're kind of limited because of time and attention span and the and um, you know the parameters of mass that we can't maybe dive into it as much. That's the opportunity that folks will have if they come to the day of recollection on October eighth, just to hear more what's behind this very very interesting um, verse. Um, from Ecclesiastes, vanity of vanities, all things are vanities. Um, I'm curious, what do you expect now as folks come to the Abbey, and typically we get between 30 to maybe 60 folks that will come to these talks, what what are you hoping that they get out of, of the, and maybe I'll quickly say this too, the, the day of recollection here at the Abbey starts with a, about a 45-minute presentation or so by the guest speaker, in this case, Father Jim. And then it's followed by Mass, and there's a lunch, and there's a holy hour where we have adoration and then have a couple of priests here to, to, uh, to give the, the sacrament of reconciliation. And then we finish with a final talk by the guest speaker, and we're done by three. But, Father, as you go into that, what, what is your prayer that um, God touches folks through your through your sharing, um, I think of when I was hospital priest. At an occasion, uh, if there was a tragic accident or someone something, that I've experienced cases where there was a wailing, like it was the very end of the world. Just and, and I and I'd come to learn there are individuals that had no faith background. I think of this presentation as helping reveal to us and making us more appreciative the great, great gift that we have, that if we know not the Lord, that life is maybe just forget it. Why bother? Uh, but, but knowing the bigger picture, uh, what a gift we have. Uh, that's that's the, the first thing I think of with this. To recognize the gift that we have, the gift, the that wonderful we have. gift that we have, you know, and out of that gratitude and thankfulness and, and peace, everything um, else follows. Right, but to say how dark things are, you know, how deep the darkness is, if we know not the faith. Mm-hmm. Well, and what a message we need in this day and age. I think it's very helpful. Yeah. Well, not even. You know, on the one hand, it you know it looks 
very frankly at the realities of our world, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, we need to have our eyes open. But if this world is all we see, if the, the bad news every morning is the only thing, is the only thing you hear, well, it's mm-hmm. pretty grim. It's pretty grim, and especially, you know, I just visited a, a younger brother of mine who lives overseas, and, you know, I think you know, he's struggling with his faith. He's married a woman who is was not raised in the church, and he, so he's up against some of these things of this world and and mm-hmm. this humanism, and that's that's where the the wall is at for them, just this world. Mm-hmm. And I think about the the beauty of having faith and having a savior, having this this communion of faith that's full of these saints. It gives us hope, gives us joy. Absolutely. It gives us peace. You know, uh, humanism, I think of, you know, we can be moved deeply by our emotions and, and the goodness in our heart to want to minister to the needs of the world around us. And we can, that can carry us a long way down the road. Mm-hmm. But, eventually, but eventually you look at things and say, you know, uh, the sun rises and the sun up and down and the wind blows back and forth. And Ecclesiastes says, but did I make any difference in the first place? Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of our efforts... If that's all we look at is, I don't know if I even made a dent in the, the troubles of the world. Yeah. So that's where you need to see the bigger picture, uh, that there's something a lot more than just my little efforts. Right. Well, thank you, Father Frederick, for joining us this morning. It sounds like it's going to be a really beneficial and spiritual day. I, it sounds really interesting. Yeah, the day of recollection for Father Frederick here at the Abbey starts at 10 a.m. It's October 8th again. starts at 10 a.m. and it finishes at 3. So folks can Come participate and then they get home and time for supper. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have Honor Our Father segment. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Built Upon a Rock Fest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rock Fest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rock Fest on September 14th. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Well, as that beautiful music suggests, it's time for Honor Our Fathers segment. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. We want to honor our spiritual fathers each week on Real Presence Live with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. Yeah, and we want you to know that you can do that in the future. So if you'd like to honor and do this in a future weekly Real Presence Live, we're going to draw names out and share stories about our great spiritual fathers. This week... This week, drum roll. Yeah, this week <laughs> is a is a priest I've I've gotten to know. He's been down here at the Abbey. That's Father James Cheney. He's the pastor at St. Paul's Newman Center at North Dakota State University. He pastored up one of my children who went to North Dakota State, my daughter Ashma. So, congratulations to Father James Cheney. We're going to be sending him some donuts, courtesy of Dwight Richter's Insurance Agency. The Dwight Richter Insurance Agency provides auto, home, renters. It's actually by Kubacher. I thought it was in Williston and, and, and disability insurance and more. So to make an appointment with Dwight and all those good folks at Richter Insurance Agency, call 701-571, or excuse me, 701-572-1509 in beautiful Williston, North Dakota. All right, and that also another sponsor we have this morning is Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers oh. road materials, rocks for your needs, topsoil for lawn and garden, plus dust control application for your roads. You can contact Jack at 307-680-1814. So Regina is the one that nominated Father Cheney, and here's what she said. She said, I nominate Father D- James Cheney for the honor of our father segment to receive donuts. He's been a part of my life since I was four years old. Aww. She's 26 now. And has left a lasting impression on my life. He's always been a spiritual father figure to me. And I was blessed enough to have him as my chaplain at St. Paul's Newman while I was in college. And he celebrated my marriage with my husband and I. So, I love it. Wow. I love honoring our fathers. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So time. congratulations, Father James Cheney, on being chosen for this week's Honor Our Fathers. Yeah, love it. Good. So today's Honor Our Fathers segment was brought to you in part by Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rocks for your needs, topsoil for lawn and garden, plus dust control application for your roads. You can contact Jack, 307-680-1814. If you'd like to help sponsor this segment, Give Brett a call at 605-670-8333. 605-670-8333. Okay. That is all for today. We're going to take a, a quick break. We'll be right back with more on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. 
Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. (laughs) I love those sound effects. Yeah. Well, folks, that honking of the horn means it's our 10-minute tour. It's just flying by this morning, Deacon. Yeah, did you hear the start of that car? I did. I think it was a Mustang convertible or a Camaro convertible, something like that. We're going to really move today. Well, we're going (laughs) to head on first over to Tim in Linton, North Dakota. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. What have you got going on? Well, we got our fall festival. It's the 86th fall festival for St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Linton which is on Sunday, September 15th. You know, we start serving at about 4 p.m. in the afternoon, till about 7. You know, doors open a little earlier, so if you get there, you can get to and get a seat. And, you know, for serving, we're having, like, fried chicken, ham, hamburger rice, mashed potatoes, all the trimmings, pies and desserts afterwards, all the pies and desserts you can eat. Mm. You know, hey, the- Tim, Tim, is that fried chicken as good as my mom used to make, or does make? <laughs> Is yes, it that good? Yes, it's that good. Listeners, know. listeners, if it's that good, you need to get up to Linton, North Dakota. <laughs> Keep yeah. going, Tim. I'm sorry I interrupted. It's, hey, hey, it's just like you said, it's finger licking good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like for adults, it's like $12 for children. 6 to 12 is $6, and children under 5 and under are free. So, there's going to be know, a silent auction. A, Tim, there's going to be a silent yeah. auction? There's a silent auction throughout the evening. Bingo, which starts at a little after 5, goes till about 7.15 in the church basement, which is just a little bit, you know, about a half block away from the KC Hall. So it's, uh, everything's in walking distance. So. Awesome. And what's you know, the you know, time and date for that again? Uh, date is September 15th on a Sunday, and it starts at 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon. You can stop serving starts till 7, but you can show up by... 345 or so, and we'll sit you down someplace. So. And the chicken is great. Thank you, Tim. We appreciate <laughs> yes. it. God bless you. And if, and if you're not full, you can go back for seconds. So. Hey, Amen. hey. All right. Thank you, Tim. God bless you. And we hope that this is a very successful event up in Linton, North Dakota. The second event that we want to talk to is we're going to get on our... Our convertible, we're heading to Rochester, Minnesota. Now what are you driving? We're talking about, yeah. (laughs) Down in Rochester, they're having a Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat. A Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat. It's going to be gathering at the Church of St. Pius X in Rochester. This is going to be a little bit earlier than the Linton event. This is going to be September 6th through the 8th. And it's going to be a retreat led by Father Eduardo Gomez. It's going to focus on Charismatic Renewal. 
It's going to include lunch. It's going to include dinner on Saturday as well as lunch on Sunday. So lunch and dinner on Saturday, lunch on Sunday. The registration fee is just $40, and there's no charge for religious or clergy who'd like to attend. They're going to have child care provided at no extra cost. Listen to that, no extra cost. Mm-hmm. And this retreat is sponsored by the wonderful folks in the prayer group, Lumen Christi. So, again, Rochester, Minnesota. It's going to be Saturday to Sunday, September 6th through the 8th. And it's at the Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat. It's a Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat in Rochester, Minnesota at St. Pius X in Rochester. Sounds good. I yeah. So, now we're heading on over to Clara City, Minnesota, St. Clara's Fall Get-Together. The parishioners of St. Clara in Clara City are getting together to celebrate fall, and you are invited. Join in the fun on Saturday, September 7th with Mass at 4, and then grilled brats, burgers, and hot dogs. Last chance for that for the season, sounds like. And that's not all. And that's Read not all. Read the next thing. But wait, there's more. There's <laughs> going to be live music, beer garden, horse rides, minnow races. Minnow races. races. A medallion hunt. Lots going on. Saturday, September 7th in Clara City. Come for the fun. Bring the whole family and friends, too. And bring your pet minnow to enter the minnow race. I don't know how you're going to keep that figured <laughs> All right, <laughs> Bismarck, North Dakota. We have Diane on the line. Good morning, Diane. What have you got going on? Good morning. I would like to tell you about the 40 Days for Life campaign that will be happening here in Bismarck. Traditionally, it's been held in Fargo at the abortion clinic there. And uh, for the first time, we'll be having it in Bismarck. And it'll be running from September 25th to November 3rd. We're doing a 12-hour vigil instead of the 24, so we'll be there from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on the south lawn of the state capitol. And if people are interested in joining you, um, is there a website they can go check out? There is. If they go to 40 Days for Life and search Bismarck, it'll come up with a calendar where they can put in their time slots to offer their hour of prayer to end abortion and... Um, you can sign up for as little or as much as you'd like. Or we'd love for groups to be able to fill in days worth, um, organizations, families, schools, uh, or just plain individuals that want to help. It's a beautiful event. I think I can think of nothing better to do with your family or your spouse or go with your parents. Mm-hmm. The 40 Days for Life, this peaceful, prayerful, effective way to address the abortion crisis right here in our area, including Bismarck. Yes. And what are the dates that you guys are going to be standing out there? Uh, it'll be September 25th through November 3rd. We're hoping for good weather and a mm-hmm. late uh, winter so that it's nice out for people. And uh, it is a prayerful, peaceful vigil. Uh, we do have folks sign off on a, a statement of peace that they'll uh, just be there to pray and, and offer support. Um and uh, yeah, again, going to just 40 Days for Life and looking up for the Bismarck calendar. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Diane, for that. And Thanks, good luck on the event. Yeah. Thanks um, so much. Special shout out to the University of Mary students to get their tails over there and involved. Hey. Uh, especially <laughs> yes. Deacon, Deacon Paul's son, Nate, who goes to Mary. So thank you, Diane. All right. Perfect. So thank now you. we're. You thank bet. you, Diane. So now we're heading on over to Montevideo, Minnesota, closer to here. Uh, do we have Karen on the line? 
Yes, you do. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. What do you have to share with us this morning? Well, I would like to invite your listeners to our fall festival, which will be coming up on Sunday, September 15th, so only about a week and a half, um, at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Montevideo. Uh, We start off the day uh, with a 10 o'clock mass, and then we follow that with a grilled pork chop dinner. Uh, This is year number 35, I believe it is, 35 or 36, so we've been doing it for quite a few years. Um, We continue the day with... uh, some games and activities for the kids, including a cakewalk and pinata. We also have a silent auction and bingo in the country market and a cash uh, sweepstakes sign. So, yeah, I just uh, like to encourage everyone if they are out driving around and enjoying the fall colors, which are starting down here already, um, make a destination of Montevideo and we'd be happy to have you join us. Hey, Karen, now, so there's Mass. It starts with Mass, you said. it. This is on Sunday, September 15th at St. Joseph's in Montevideo. It starts with Mass, right? Correct. And then goes into this wonderful meal, um, pork yes. chop dinner, correct? Okay, is there correct. a dunk? Is there going to be a dunk tank with Father Paul Timmerman involved in it? <laughs> there's not yet. I is haven't talked him into that, but you know is what? It, is <laughs> it too late? Yeah. yeah. Is it too late? <laughs> I, have, I do have to tell you, though, he does have on the silent auction... Um, and he had this last year too, where he will cook and prepare an Italian meal for four oh. to six people. I think right. I'd rather I think I'd rather dunk him, but He's that does sound him. that does sound appealing. All right, thank well, you very much, Karen. Do that for me. Yes. Tell him tell him hello from Deacon PT. Okay, thank you. All right, I will do that. All right. Well, thank you so much. Okay, well, that wraps up today's ten minute tour. We featured this every Real Presence Live Monday through Friday. If you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be very happy to feature it. I want to underscore that. All you need to (laughs) do is call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and you're going to get this wonderful activity that you've got at your parishes notified to thousands of folks around the place free advertising so so please do so folks it's a it's a wonderful (laughs) thing all right well we're going to take a quick break when we come back folks get those questions ready because it's straight talk time with father michael wensing and we will be answering any questions that you might have or i shouldn't say we I'm not going to answer any questions, <laughs> but you can give us a call, 877-795-0122. We're going to be starting that right after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. 
If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-on campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's come to Mary. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. And we're, we are live from the beautiful Abbey of the Hills in and Retreat Center. We're pretty excited because our next segment involves a good friend of mine, Father Michael Wenzing, and we're going to have the segment. It's called Straight Talk. Yeah, but that we priest. have a couple minutes before that do. starts. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to mention one thing because we we listened to Father Mike or Father um, Jim um, Frederick who talked about vanity of vanities from Ecclesiastes. We mentioned that he's going to be coming here to the Abbey of the Hills for the. October Day of Recollection, but I'm sure our audience is going, hey, Deacon. Hey, Deacon. What about the September Day of Recollection, which just happens to be next Tuesday? And ironically, we're going to be having, I guess he's calling himself an old man who likes to ride bikes around rural South Dakota. <laughs> but he's going to be a guest on the show later on, and that's going to be Father Mark Lichter. And he's going to be coming this following Tuesday, the 10th, and doing the Day of Recollection here at the Abbey. And he's going to be speaking on Message of Our Lady of Lords. Message of Our Lady of Lords, which will be the September the 10th. And then Father Jim Frederick will be Tuesday, October the 8th. So come on out. Um, it's great to be able to call the Abbey to sign up for it so we know how many folks are showing up for lunch. But the free will offering, if you don't think, uh, if you don't think uh, the priest is... 
Worth the money, you don't have to give them anything, or you don't have to give the Abby. But hopefully, my wife's lunch will be worth it for sure. So, but so ten, you guys do these ten, days of recollection every every month. second second Tuesday of the month. Every correct. second Tuesday of the month. Correct. Well, now, and I don't think people realize how close the Abbey is to a lot of our surrounding areas. It's very close to Fargo, South. It's Sioux Falls, Aberdeen. Yeah, it is. And it's actually, how far is it from Watertown? It's like 40 minutes drive, half an hour. this morning. Yeah. So our next guest is going to be Father <laughs> Michael Wenzing, who happens to be one of the pastors at Watertown, with two, one of the two pastors at Watertown at Holy Name Parish. And it's Father Mike Wenzing, who is a dear friend of mine. I've known him since I was in high school back at Yankton, South Dakota. And he's going to be our our priest in residence for Straight Talk. So we're excited to have you along with us. Well, they're going to... There's our signal. It's official. All right, folks, that's the signal that it's time for Straight Talk. It's your opportunity to call in with any questions that you might have on the faith. You can call 877-795-0122. Again, the number is 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two, or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. So I think we just made Father nervous. Good morning, Father. <laughs> Good morning. I was curious when I was on. Was it November the second Tuesday, or I'm scheduled here yep, in the yep, fall? Yep, you, okay. are, you are. Wow, he's got a radio voice. He does. He's great. He's awesome. Well, thank you, Father Wensing, for joining welcome. us this it's, morning. How was the drive up? Beautiful. I had one of the beautiful fall days or late summer days yeah. that we have not seen enough of this year. But uh, everything coming up. The, the clear clarity all the way over Browns Valley and and the cattle out uh, on the grass it was just so beautiful I don't you know and I had the opportunity to spend the night last night up here and I think I'm just gonna stay yeah. <laughs> that view to the forever. east is incredible huh <laughs> well folks it's your opportunity to call in with a question that you might have eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two again eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two or you can also submit questions on Facebook we already have a caller on the phone and we're gonna go to Joe are you with us yes and your question for us this hello morning. <laughs> good morning Good morning. Um, well, my heart desire is that I would be able to receive communion on my knees at a communion rail, like my older sisters and brothers were able to do. And I wondered if you foreseen that ever happening again for us that um, post Vatican II. I know that's a like loaded question for you, <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm, I'm just wondering if if you ever foresee that happening. And I and I know because of the canon laws that we are, you know, able to get down on our knees um, and receive right now. But I would take too long to get back up. <laughs> so I would appreciate just uh, having the communion rail again to be able to do that. So just wondering your thoughts on that. Well, we're waiting for uh, two bishops in the uh, state of South Dakota, Rapid City Diocese and Sioux Falls Diocese, and they sometimes set the uh, permissive uh, areas uh, to uh, uh, vary in, in in church architecture, etc. But I go back to the most ancient tradition, uh, having studied in Rome, getting my degree in Scripture. I attended many papal masses at St. Peter's, as well as St. Paul outside the walls and other all the other major basilicas. And as far as I know, since they were built uh, uh, 
you know, hundreds and hundreds and centuries and centuries ago, people stood uh, coming to communion. And I remember helping Holy Father distribute communion in those great basilicas. So some of the traditions that we, our grandparents, and I too in little Church of Blessed Sacrament at the communion rail, some of that was uh, more rural development or came out of Germany and or Ireland. Uh, not always uh, true in Rome and all down through the ancient history to the present day. So it's, uh, I know there's mm-hmm. always personal preference. So we'll see what the, uh, the new bishops say when they come to the state of South Dakota. Now, I can't speak for Minnesota or North Dakota, but I know we wait two bishops uh, mm-hmm. here. Yeah, right, it's interesting. Right. I, Joe, I just got back from a trip overseas to Russia, and how they receive in Russia is different than how we do here. And I, I had an opportunity to visit um, some Eastern Orthodox churches, which are... Um, very similar, come from the same trunk of the Catholic Church, and they they don't even have pews in their churches over there. So it's an interesting, interesting variation between different um, regions. Does that answer yeah, your question, I Joe? guess I am. Um, yes. Yes and no. Yes. <laughs> I, not in a way that I wanted you to answer the question, obviously, but um, I. I just, it breaks my heart when I see people um, going up and just kind of, and young people especially, and just kind of drawing their arms hither and dither and just not, um, I don't feel that they really know what they're receiving. And um, having been the youngest of 10 and coming from a devout family, I feel that what set them apart was being on their knees and really knowing who they were receiving. And so that's where I was coming from, you know. So that's where I'm coming from. (laughs) So I'm not saying that we still aren't receiving Jesus when we walk up, but that that set us apart from the other churches and and that. So, I mean, you know, but I... I haven't been everywhere like you have been. So, <laughs> Well, the heart, you have a, something behind those words or desires, which is very apropos, which is reverence or lack of reverence for the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we suffer through watching lack of reverence in, in the world as well as American society, as you said, with the youth. But it, it, it's especially, it doesn't seem to be apparent to me in my Sunday Masses because I have my regular people who have been trained to bow and they have the option of receiving on mm-hmm. the tongue or in the hand. Mm-hmm. I have a problem mm-hmm. when we have funerals and weddings mm-hmm. because we have people who come, that's the only time they come to church, maybe at Christmas, uh, maybe not, but they all come to the wedding and funeral and they expect they can receive. I mean, I always announce before communion, uh, you need to be a practicing Catholic and belief in the real presence of Jesus. Otherwise, cross your arms and we'll be happy to give you a blessing. And most do that, but I always mm-hmm. tend to see several people just flippantly come up and you could tell they're chewing gum and they hold out their hands and I yeah. And I, I just have uh, to pause and uh, and ask them, first of all, to get rid of the gum. But then I watch them because sometimes I don't even know if they're, when they receive in the hand, if they're going to go back to the pew and not receive. It's only been rare. It was right. maybe 10 years ago when I was in Sioux Falls, another time when I was in Vermilion, and one time here in Watertown where I had to follow the person because I saw they went into the pew with the hosts in their hand and sat down, and I had no idea if they were going to then consume it or put it in their pocket. So I followed him and said, you must give me back uh, the host or Jesus, I said, uh, uh, or consume it right now. 
and I've had a few. You could tell they were kind of lost, and they gave it back to me. And a few I had them stick it in their mouth real quick, and even that I wasn't satisfied with. But at least uh, there was the proper the the reception was happening, and I had to protect the Eucharist from desecration. So wow. there's a lot of things that are always going on. This lack of reverence. Yeah. I mean, it can happen if a a person wants to come in and kneel down right. and pre- pretend, especially right. if there's the cult out there and they're trying to get uh, the blessed host right. for for some kind of a seance. All right. Well, thank right. you, Joe, for right. your question. I well, think we could talk yeah. about this and, for quite a while. And God bless. Well, <laughs> and I want to no. say God bless you, Father, for following yes. him. And thank you. Heaven smiled at you for sure. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you, Joe, so much for your call. Again, this is Straight Talk. It's 877 If you want to join in the conversation, it's 877 And you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook also. So we have Lance is on the line. Lance, are you with us? Yes. And you have a question yes, for I us. Yes, I am. I got, Father, how do I know the difference between when pride is sinful and it's not necessarily pride, but a necessity or something that is a demand that is, needs to be kept up? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, for example, like I'm on a motorcycle or a car or a pickup that is nicer or newer than absolutely necessary or whatever type of possession or article one could, you know, could insert into that question or does that make sense? Well, uh, you know, the, the, it's a queen. You, you brought up the uh, the king of the seven capital sins, you know, pride. And it's really, really difficult to examine someone else's conscience. But uh, what there is, uh, uh, we do have uh, the right to the rewards of our labors. But uh, you take into consideration, you know, I need transportation. Uh, and I do use it for multiple purposes. I'm generous about giving people rides and helping them with hauling things. It, you know, it's may, maybe sometimes more about the generosity of what you have rather than the quality of the car or the pickup. But on the other hand, you know, you, you have to say, did I, uh, I would say, if pride says I'm going to borrow money and and put myself very out there on the on the limit uh, of payments every month well then you know you have a uh, maybe a selfishness and a pride uh, that are combined because you want this uh, more than with that is uh, within your means or reward for your labors okay. you know okay yeah that some, makes sense. some of it no, have I to mean... do doesn't some of it have to do with utility too if if we're getting a yeah. a, 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 a vehicle and we need it for work, for what have you. And yet, the the simple utility of it is at a base, a level. And yet, we want to go twice as much as that because it looks so much nicer, mm-hmm. has that, that that greater package. While my neighbor, my neighbor, is is has a broken down jalopy. Would that be considered prideful? You know. I think sometimes pride also not only has to do with us, it's how we treat our neighbor as well. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Lance? I, I think, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and it was, it was not, I was not trying, I'm not, I'm asking for myself more as, more than looking at somebody else. That's just right. to make sure, you know what I, that, yeah. right, okay. right. Absolutely. So. Well, thank you for your question this okay. morning. Good question. Thank you very much. 
All right, folks, this is Straight Talk. This is your opportunity to call in with questions that you might have for a local priest about issues on faith, current events, whatever you might come up with. We'll give it a whirl. Our phone number is 877-795-0122. Again, the number is 877-795-0122, or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. All right, the phones are busy this morning. Father, you must be popular. We've got another caller. Lucia, Lucia, is that, how do you pronounce, Lucia, are you on the line with us? Yeah. All right, so you have a question this morning. What have you got for us? I heard that for the sacrament of confirmation, the bishop used to slap the person. Is that true? And why was that? Well, wait a minute. Are you saying that because you're a little bit concerned because you're going to be con- confirmed soon? <laughs> Do you have had older no, brothers? Already been. Oh, you have. Okay. You've already been confirmed. Okay. Well, uh, yes, there was a. It really was more as a, a tap. I was fifth grade when they were confirmed, and, I, and it was uh, in in the old church. And I remember the bishop uh, just kind of with the four fingers tapped me on the side of the head uh, at the conclusion. But it it, it actually. Uh, it goes back to a tradition of uh, uh, almost with the uh, soldiering and boot camp where uh, maybe you've seen uh, this on uh, television or boot camps or the the knighthood to be a knight. You had to be able to uh, withstand torture and punishment and learn how to turn the other cheek when necessary, that you're a man of courage, uh, but also of peace and that you were willing and ready to be a soldier for Christ. So it was from that old tradition of military, and it wasn't a part of the essential rite of confirmation, which is the laying on of hands and the anointing with sacred chrism, uh, which the bishops do now by putting his, usually his a forehand on top of the forehead, and with his thumb uh, anoints you on the forehead with the sacred chrism. So I haven't seen this for years unless some do it it's it's kind of a what we call a holy tradition uh to remind those being confirmed they're fully initiated into the church as uh, the equivalent of an adult of the faith and they're supposed to be ready to defend it to the death i love it i did not know that that's great, okay. that's great. <laughs> does that answer your question lucia yeah all okay. right, thank you. Well, that's interesting. Choice. I love this. You never know what you're going to get. You never know. <laughs> Folks, there is still time to call in. We have kind of shifted our straight talk this morning. We're going to go through 10, 10 a.m. this morning, Central Time. Um, so you still have time to call in with any questions that you might have. 877 877 seven nine five zero one two two or you can submit any questions that you might have on facebook so we have a listener that didn't want to be on the air but wants to ask the church's position on ghosts and spirits do we believe in ghosts and spirits well raised eyebrows from father uh, yes (laughs) well it you know i I jumped to halloween traditions right away but it's uh, obviously uh, that's not our main uh, catholic uh, faith and christian culture but yes we do believe uh, in um, that there are we say spirits or demons even but good good spirits the angels and the and uh, but the uh, evil spirits too or the, the minions of of satan you know the saint michael prayer the famous prayer you know mm-hmm. against temptations and then cast away all uh, evil spirits uh, that seek to ruin souls in the world mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Now, what does that mean in in practical sense? uh, You know, I go back to Halloween. Does that mean a house can be haunted? Uh, It's, uh, you know, those questions from Halloween. We don't really uh, jump on that right away. Anything that needs to be investigated by the church, a lot of times it might involve an exorcism. It's related to a a person who might have been into devil worship or the occult or something took place that allowed uh, Satan uh, into that uh, presence of that person. And sometimes that presence of the person, you know, that occupies a house turns to be uh, an influence uh, in that space for some time. I have been invited. I don't have the right of exorcism. A bishop now in these days, as opposed to the old days, has to appoint a special person to be the exorcist of the diocese. But all priests can perform minor exorcisms. And one of the things to do is to bless the house with holy water. I have been called out a number of times when the odd things were happening in the house. They bought a house, an old house. I've had People come with their families. My children are scared. Things are happening. Doors are slamming. And they say a different uh, uh, phenomenon. Is there anything you can do about it, Father? And I says, well, I, have you ever had your house blessed? No. I said, I will come with blessed holy water. It's called minor exorcism. And then, uh, you know, be gone, Satan. You bless the house. You bless all entries and exits with, with holy water. And I have to say to this day, uh, those houses I bless, no one has ever come back to say it didn't work most have come back with thank you saying we're resting in peace now we're sleeping my kids are sleeping and it's it's and i have no idea what the history of that house was and the former owners or what happened but usually something gave permission for the presence i think that's a beautiful thing i I see that oftentimes and i've been invited as as a deacon to bless homes and or bless fields things like that. I think mm-hmm. that's a wonderful tradition within the church and, and a means of grace. Correct. A means of, of grace. I love and, it. And of protection. You're, yeah. you're trying to put an aura of God's grace around the field, the house, the automobile, so that the, the demonic does not have an route into the abbey we do that we do that about twice a year here at the abbey well that was my next question is if your house has already been blessed can you should you have it blessed more than once how often can we talk a little bit about that well if you have a lot of traffic in the abbey you have a lot of traffic and of of all kinds you have people that come off the road and and that uh you really don't know about their they're a little off centered you don't know if they've you know had (laughs) been under the influence of outside forces and i can see why in a retreat center you'd really do that with typically a home but sometimes homes host a lot of guests or whenever some odd phenomenon like uh we had some people over and there was something that wasn't right uh, with a person and it, the talk just seemed like there was something evil and it's, it's almost left with an evil uh, uh, aura about that person. Yes, a good time to re-bless the house mm-hmm. because in case they had brought the presence with them. Mm-hmm. One of the Benedictine traditions is to welcome others as Christ. Mm-hmm. To welcome others as Christ. That doesn't necessarily mean everybody that's coming into the Abbey or our homes is Christ either. And and so uh, a blessing of your home, I think, is a beautiful. We bless our children. We bless ourselves. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, folks, we are still in the middle of straight talk. Um, the phone number to call in with any questions that you might have is 877-795-0122. Again, the number is 877-795-0122. We, if you call in with your question, we're going to hold you over through our break. We're taking a break here in just a minute. 
And then we'll get to your question after the break again, 877-795-0122, or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. And we have a listener's question that is, I'm going to let Father read during our quick break here, um, and then we'll get to that question afterwards. But there's still time. We're going to go till 10 after. And if you wanted to call in with your question, you can do that, 877-795-0122. We're going to be right back with more Straight Talk with Father Michael Wensing. We'll be right back. (laughs) 